taking the light to the gathering darkness. This is Wings of the Eagle Radio. Welcome to the End Time Revolution. Broadcasting worldwide on a mission to unite born-again servants to find the army of Elijah's preparing to face Antichrist to witness before all, come what may. This is Wings of the Eagle Radio. Yeah. Yes. Wings of the Eagle Radio, Christopher Manti, your humble host here. Welcome, my friends, and uh, hopefully your family in the Lord Jesus Christ, because it is a wonderful day to be in Him uh, as every day is. So thank you, Father, for this time and opportunity and uh, just another chance to spread the gospel and, and to show the love of God uh, to this lost and dying world. And um, we need you more than ever. So thank you for this chance. Thank you for this chance on this medium, this radio thing, this podcast thing, whatever you want to call it. So privileged to be able to do it. Uh, If you're listening uh, live right now on wingsoftheeagle.com, thank you so ever much. Or if you're on the Spreaker app uh, or any other app that we are on, bless you for that. Thank you so much, iHeartRadio, etc. We love you so much. And I just am so glad that you are here. First of all, I just want to praise the Lord. Father, thank you in Jesus' name for this for this day, and may your word go forth. All right, so <clears throat> first of all, praise report is fall, all right? I don't know where you are at, but in my part of the country, in the northeast of the United States, uh, we, we had uh, not a lot of fall going on here until this morning, so it's my favorite season by far. This is my favorite month. Um, the temperatures are the best and the, the foliage and just the newness of everything, the crispness of it all. And, of course, I love pumpkin spice food. So uh, that helps. Um, just everything about it is awesome. I love it, love it, love it. My favorite time of year. Um, so praise God for that. We are in the fall, autumn. All right? And we may be in the autumn of this age, by the way. In fact, we are. And it's one of the things I want to just touch on at least a little bit. But before that, Pastor Brunson, who is Andrew Brunson, who is um, a pastor, an American, but he has been living in Turkey for, what, 20 years now or more. Um, He has a church. He planted a church there. And uh, he has, you know, uh, many had come to faith and worshiped in his congregation. Um, But, uh, boy, how long ago has it been now? Over a year um, the Turkish government and Erdogan, the dictator, evil dictator, by the way, pray for his salvation. Wouldn't that be awesome? Um, we, uh, yeah, so they took him, the, 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 the details are always murky and sketchy in a, in a society that doesn't want you to know what the truth is in Turkey. It's one of those places. Um, but basically his own congregation turned him in to the authorities um, and it was because he, uh, apparently, he dared to say the Kurds were real people and uh, that it wasn't right what Turkey was doing uh, in Syria and in Iraq uh, to kill the Kurds who didn't do anything wrong. And that was kind of it. That's all they needed to hear. So the nationalism um, overtook the Christianity, which is pathetic and worse than pathetic. It's downright evil. Evil, evil, evil. You think you think Jesus is going to look kindly on those folks or on yourself if you put your country in any way ahead of his kingdom, ahead of the gospel, ahead of your brothers and sisters in Christ? Are you kidding me? No. He's going to be a very harsh judge of that. Very harsh. So just be careful, okay? Really, really, really be careful. I don't care what country it is. It's not better than God. It's not better than Jesus. It's not, there's no redeeming value at all to, to even bother with it. 
Don't waste your time. All right? Waste your, don't waste your time at all. Use it for the kingdom of God and the spreading of the gospel. And your ministry. He's called you to ministry something. This is mine. And uh, Wings of the Eagle and, and End Time Church to, to lead a congregation through those, you know, through these times, those who do know what's coming, those who do, who are not afraid to speak up, uh, who are strategically placed by God uh, throughout the world uh, for his end time purposes. So that's what I'm doing. What are you doing? Okay, it's not about America, guys. I got news for you. Anyway, praise God. I seem now. Here's the thing with Pastor Brunson. It seems that so they arrested him. And if you ever read the actual uh, the government charges against this man, it's like a really, really pathetic um, attempt at humor. It's like Saturday Night Live wrote the the charges. I mean, seriously, it's that bad. Um, Again, but again, this is in, in the Islamic world, things about what Christians believe, of course, how we're all duped by the Jews, and how uh, we're all, um, you know, it's, we're not there to actually help anyone, we're just out to proselytize, well, again, half-truth, you know, yeah, proselytize and help you. Um, anyways, it's, it's really, really pathetic, uh, the tons of conspiracy theories in there, and just, oh, ridiculousness. I don't know why. Did I get, just get booted off of Facebook? I don't know. Let's... Hey. Hey. I don't need that. Hopefully that continues. I'm not sure what happened there. Facebook just logged me out. Anyways. Yeah, it says it's interrupted and should resume. Well, that stinks. Sorry, radio folks. As soon as I start talking about uh, Pastor Brunson in Turkey, my uh, my feed goes ridiculous. All right. Stand by. I'm going to do it again. Not, not the radio part. Don't worry. Okay? Part du. All right. I know somebody's probably uh, private messaging me right now saying what happened. All right, so Pastor Brunson, right? Man, Facebook has been all kinds of weird, man. Um, Facebook has been booting. We're doing live video feeds, um, simulcasts of church. On Sunday and things like that, all of a sudden it won't work. Um, so anyway, this is one of the great reasons to, to get out of Facebook and get onto the End Time Church app. By the way, if you just search End Time Church on the Apple App Store or on the uh, Google Play Android App Store. Okay, so again, sorry for the um, I don't know what happened with Facebook there, but it booted me, and so we're gonna have to have a part two on video and that's that's okay so anyway number one pastor brunson so is he released the breaking news is just now that turkey has released him uh but i'm leery until he's does this mean he's out of turkish airspace you know what i mean or is this a propaganda tool to say yeah we released him and we don't know what happened to him and then he disappears forever um so we don't you know i'm not 100 percent on that yet but apparently he's been Released, and it's because of some deal, quote unquote, that President Trump or America has offered. Now, what does that mean? Usually, the, if it's unconditional, it's unconditional. But a deal means you gave up something. Did we give up? Um, uh, who's the uh, the wacko bird in the Poconos? The Turkish guy who's lived here for a few years. Uh, Gulen, Fatula Gulen. Maybe. You know, maybe. Um, it's unfortunate for him, if that's the case. Um, so anyway, Pastor Brunson, that's good news, probably. Um, we'll continue to pray for that. But, you know, honestly, guys, this is like, you think, this is the end times. This is what's going to happen. You're going to be in prison for your faith. That's a quote from Jesus. So like, don't be sad about it. Right? We shouldn't be raging against this thing or to stop the persecution from... Co- that's the word of God. I mean, you want 
You want that. You want, he says, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus are persecuted. So let's, let's desire that. Amen? All right. Still, for, certainly for Andrew Brunson's family and, and so forth, this, is, this would be wonderful news. All right, so um, praise God for that. Looks like he's out. We're getting there. All right. Um, now, something had happened this week with a friend of mine, a pastor friend, a friend who's a pastor, uh, and my former one, actually. Um, and I just happened to post something about the rapture and about amillennialism, by the way. Fancy word. Um, amillennialism teaches that there is no millennium. Jesus is not coming to reign for a thousand years. That we're in that period now. Or maybe there is no such thing, depending on which stripe you're in. Um, so almost almost no prophecy is left to be to be done. It's almost all done, except for the second coming itself. And they believe that's the end of the world. And then eternity begins, and that's it. So it's a kind of a really bizarro way to view it. But however, wake up, uh, uh, Augustine, um, you know, 400 AD, thereabouts, really pushed this and convinced the world, the Christian world, that it was true. And up to that point, it's been everyone was premillennial. Well, you don't want to say everyone, but um, the vast majority of believers had the same view of the end times, which was uh, post-tribulational, premillennial. In other words, there was a thousand-year reign of Jesus to come. He would return and establish a thousand-year kingdom. And before that would be a period of great tribulation with the Antichrist, and the church would face it. That's it. That's what we teach today in Weeks of the Eagle, and Armageddon News, and and time church, so forth, and so and many other organizations thank God. Um, but it's not new. That's the thing. It's not. It's not novel. It's not. It's the original thought. It's the original belief of the church, and Augustine and these guys messed it up. And it's not just that he convinced. Now the whole Catholic Church was a millennial. The whole Orthodox Church is a millennial. The whole Lutheran Church was a millennial. So even though there's these splits and. Uh, schisms, right? And oh, the Orthodox now are separate from the Catholics, and now the Lutherans are breaking off from the Catholics too, so this is Protestantism, but they're all amillennials, so they're all fooled. They're all deceived. Fooled. Right? They're all tricked. It's a false doctrine. God doesn't want it. He doesn't like it. Not true. We need it. It's the end time. By the way, Augustine, um, in pushing this new thing, um, thought that the that the the millennium was was not literal; that it was uh, metaphoric, but that it wasn't actually a thousand years. He thought in a hundred or two hundred years it would be over. From his time, he thought by the year five hundred, it would be over because the signs were all around that Jesus was coming. So he figured it wouldn't be that long. Right? He did not teach that there would be a 2,000-plus-year millennium. So even the amillennialists are, got a bonkers wrong. Um, even the year 1,000, of course, that would be a big deal, right? That was, there was a lot of consternation. Was, oh, my gosh, the millennium. If we're in the millennium now and we're the kings and priests on the earth, we the Catholic Church or we the, we the, um, the Orthodox, etc., um, this is it. We're, a thousand years is going to be up in the year 1000 AD, or maybe it's 1033, whatever you want to count. Nothing happened. That should have proven to everyone that there was no amillennialism. That really, it really is a future time uh, on the earth with Jesus on the earth ruling from Jerusalem, period. And we're just going to have to wait till, those, till God decides to start that clock up and do the end times thing and then come and do the millennium thing. Um, but again, by that time, it was hundreds of years entrenched and, and false doctrines and the schools were teaching it and everything else. Now you've got very few. It's only been a, a renaissance of this thinking has only been around for about 200 years. You know, the last, basically since the more or less the Civil War era in the United States, the whole Industrial Revolution and all that that came from it, 
basically had the two camps, you know, like, oh, maybe it's post-millennial. Maybe we have to make the earth a paradise so Jesus can return to paradise. Stupid. Nowhere in the Bible. Um, or, but then, like, wait a minute, maybe this whole thing is going to just end, and the, the millennium is going to be way better than this, and there, there is a thousand years. And Jesus is coming to establish it. That was the, um, you know, the renaissance of an old, the original teaching, the original teaching of the church. Frankly, the apostles and prophets all taught it, and the original Christians all believed it. Paul on through. Um, so they kind of went back to the future on that, right? And so you've got um, all these conferences and all this stuff getting together in Canada and North America and England, and this is good. But then what happens? Another false teaching comes in, another false prophet, frankly, called uh, John Nelson Darby. And, and Darby invents a new religion, basically, a new interpretation of the scriptures that says there's an imminent rapture. And it, at any time, we could be taken away to heaven to watch this great tribulation because it's only for Israel. And we, we are not going to actually be here, we're, our, but we're going to be given our new bodies and then go watch from heaven. Well, that only got invented in 1830-ish. And then Darby came to, again, North America with this junk and convinced some, but not, not many, actually, because a lot are like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? I don't see this in there. He was rebuked by, by many, by the way, including his own friends, um, Tregellis, uh, Samuel Tregellis, which is, who's an awesome expositor. Um, he, he wrote a real solid treatise on this. Um, called the, uh, what's it called? I have it. I have it on, in E form. Uh, something about the, uh, the return of Jesus and the church, something, something. Anyway, I'll get it out to you later if you want it. Um, for example, he knew Darby, right? He was a personal acquaintance and he knew intimately the teaching of what Darby called dispensationalism, which led to the belief, false belief that there's a rapture, uh, that would precede it, the final seven years. Anyways, um, so this whole, uh, theme, I just brought up, I tweeted it out. Facebook just logged me out again. Wow. This is not going to work very well. This is crazy. <laughs> okay. Facebook. Just logged me out again of live video. Trying one more time. Man. Feel sorry for the folks who are trying to watch this. Oh man, I've, I, again, I apologize if you're trying to watch this and now there's three different parts. Um, Facebook is doing this itself. I'm not touching anything. It's logging me out and uh, making me start again. So get the End Time Church app quickly. <laughs> okay? Man. Um, all right, well, at least the radio is uninterrupted, I hope. By the way, if you're out there, let me know. Uh, you can send me an email if you want, radio at wingsoftheeagle.com. Uh, you can tweet at me, Manti4, M-A-N-T-E-I, the number four. Uh, the ministry also has a Twitter uh, feed, which is at Wings of the Eagle. Go to Facebook, Wings of the Eagle. By the way, we're almost at 10,000. We're just about there. Be the one that bumps it over, okay? Maybe I'll call you out if I know who it is. <laughs> Give you a shout-out. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know what is going on with this, but they're making it hard on purpose. I know that. Okay, so the point was, I tweeted out uh, this week that the two of the greatest satanic deceptions in the church today are amillennialism and the preacher of rapture. And they share, um, they share a common theme or thread in that They make you lazy. You're not ready to stand firm and, and defend the faith m most of the time. 
there are exceptions to everything, okay? I get it. But the point of the theories are to make you sleepy. That's Satan's point. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about the details because I'm coming at any time. Both those teach that. It's imminent. Could be any time. We can't know. We don't know what's the point of studying prophecy. That's Satan's goal in, in teaching it. So I just I try to admonish the folks to stand firm, if you're a Christian, that those things are not going to happen. There is no amillennial period where all this stuff never happens, and there's no pre-trib rapture. There's no rapture before the bad stuff, the tribulation. It just isn't. So, as I said, much will be required of us. To whom much is given, much is required, and much is expected, right? So, just be built up in that. That's That was the point, okay? And then, so, again, a pastor friend, a dear friend, a great brother, I love him to death. Love his family. I mean, it's not a personal thing at all. So I didn't make it personally. He came on to and made a comment like, hey, you know, um, we just had a teaching about this in my church and why the rapture is close. And so, you know, basically, I think dispensationalism is correct. And it went from there, and which is fine. I mean, I'll engage anybody. I've, I rejected the preacher of rapture. I used to be a believer. So this is why I'm so passionate about it. It's because I used to believe it was right. Just like, just like, I, so I can speak on depression because I used to be depressed or suicide because I used to have suicidal thoughts. I can speak on all kinds of these things. Amillennialism. I was brought up in the amillennialist mindset in Catholic Church. Um, think, you can really speak on things that you've been through, that you've been in, the lies that you believed. The one world, the new world order, the the uh, the um, new age antichrist. I believed all that stuff. I don't know what that says about me, but uh, it's. I can tell you now, it's not true, and I'm passionate to tell you the truth with the scripture, not my own imagination. So, um, yeah, the preacher of rapture. I rejected that in 1998, 1995 to 98, approximately. That's when I. Believed it and told others about it. So I taught it. I'm responsible for that. I've repented of that. And I encourage you, if you've taught the preacher of rapture, to repent of it. Seek the Lord on this. There are many, 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 many issues. And by the way, this is not something of, you know, that's a mystery or a secret or I'm trying to get you to buy something. There's tons and hours and hours of free resources, not only different places, but Wings of the Eagle has provided. I've done live Bible studies specifically for at least two hours on this one small topic. Going through the scripture, just boom, 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 boom. Uh, we've had video teachings on it. We've got um, you know blogs about it. Just tons of free available stuff. And so there's no excuse for you not to know. You can reject it. Because you're set in your ways and you don't, you'd rather believe the fairy tale. That's fine. But um, there's I, there's no excuse for not knowing it. Okay, so it's not like I'm holding back or anything like that. Whew. All right. So point is, I'm not trying to pick on this pastor friend of mine. It just so happens that he brought it up. And the thing that he really took exception to was, I said the end times aren't that hard to understand. It's to the rapture complicates it. For no reason. It's invented. It's inserted. And yes, people who teach it are incorrect and are falling prey to something that's not right. I, mean, I don't know how else to describe it other than satanic. If, 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 a, if, it's a, if a doctrine is completely the opposite of what the Bible teaches, what, what is it? Of course it's satanic. You know, it's not just 180 different. It's not slightly different. It's 180 different. And it's used by church leaders to teach the flock of Jesus. So that is the textbook definition of satanic doctrine. It's A, wrong, 180 degrees wrong, and it's taught in church. Taught in the church. Ugh. That's the point. That's why he does it. That's why he makes it up. And eventually you get converts to other religions that people leave Jesus. They fall away. Fall away. The apostasy. This is what it creates, and this is what it will create. The the if you are 
you know, many people don't know what they know, okay? They can't defend what they believe. They don't even know what they believe half the time. But even if you are dyed in the wool, defended the death, pre-trib rapture, or a millennialist, you are ripe to fall away when the Antichrist shows up, when the beast rises, when the persecution begins in earnest against every nation. You're ripe to fall away because of the doctrine. Satan has weakened you. I'm here to help. I'm not here to call you out or call you a name or, or, or judge you on it. I'm just saying it's incorrect. Hurry up and fix it. Hurry up. Because right now it doesn't matter. Frankly, before the, the, the Daniel 70th week begins, it really doesn't matter directly, but it will. It's not a salvation issue. Well, who cares when the rapture is not a salvation issue? Well, today that's true. But if, if the seven years begins in, uh, you know, next month, then it's going to be a salvation issue. Because you thought there'd be a rapture before that contract was signed with Israel for the uh, covenant with death and Sheol. You thought that was the rapture would happen before that, but it didn't, and it won't. So, what's going to happen to your faith? Are you just going to say, ah, oh, well, that's just the rapture thing. That's cool. Now I'm post-trib. You really? I mean, do you really imagine that's what would happen? Probably not. You're going to fight it. In fact, because of this, now there's back and forth on again, social media, whatever, anonymous people, always kind of annoying but they're believers, and I, you know, of course, I'm deceived now because I don't believe in pre-trib, and I'm the false teacher, and I'm the, I don't know the Bible, and all that stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so, you know, one of the things is, well, I, then I just challenge those guys. I'm like, look, if, if you what will it take for you to admit you're wrong? You're not going to admit, you're not going to listen to guys like me. You're not going to reconsider right now. You're set in it. You think it's God, so you're not going to touch it. Well... Part of this whole scenario is there are time stamps, there are events that happen in the end times that say, well, we have to be gone by then. We have to be raptured before the Antichrist sits in the temple. We have to be raptured before, you know, this and that. I said, so what is the event when you see it? If you see it, what will be the thing that convinces you I was wrong? Because certain, it doesn't matter, have discussions all day long, but it's going to be facts in the earth, you know, facts on the ground that play out, that you're going to see, huh, I thought I was raptured before this, but I wasn't. Is that going to make you question, or are you going to, you're going to hold down the fort? Are you going to uh, be prideful? This I, One guy I got to answer me, one guy only, and it almost never gets answered, by the way, because I don't know why. Um, they haven't thought it through, basically, because that's what happened to me. I didn't think it through. I'm like, wait a minute, what, at what point am I going to you know, rethink this thing? Um, so, uh, the one guy gets back and says, well, I guess if there's an antichrist sitting in the temple and he suffered his head wound and all these things, then I'll, then I'll say I was wrong. So, you know, I don't even want to engage beyond that. I'm like, but all that might not have to happen, you know, the head wound and all that, but that's fine. You know what? Fine. Fine. I said, see you at the abomination of desolation. That's what I told him. I said, see you then. Cause apparently you're until that happens, you are unteachable. And you are, you are not willing to listen to anything about it. So I said, fine. See you then. The, the, oh, look, it's been the same all throughout history. All throughout the history of the earth. If God wants you with him, he can take you. And it's not rapture that happens. You get a heart attack, an aneurysm, whatever. Fall into a ditch, struck by lightning. Right? The possibilities are endless. For getting you to heaven, to get your soul to heaven is not a big deal to God. <laughs> he doesn't need a rapture. He could kill every Christian. Now, why would he do this? But again, if he wanted every Christian in heaven, snaps his fingers, you all get heart attacks. What's the big deal? Why do you need your flesh body in heaven? You don't. Why do you need your spiritual body, your new resurrected body in heaven? You don't. You don't. In the very small amounts that we're told about heaven today in the scriptures, it's the souls, 
it says, the souls of those who were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, etc. I saw the souls of those, not the, not the bodies. <sighs> Anyways, um, so God doesn't need a rapture for that. The, what's the, and uh, I think it was, was it Fred in End Time Church the other day? Maybe in our after party. By the way, I encourage you to Monday nights, come to church with me. Uh, we have an online church wherever you are. It doesn't even have to be live, but it is at 8 p.m. for fellowship, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday night, and time.church. And then after that, we have a live video conference with uh, up to 100 people at once. We've had, what's the most we've had? I think it's like 17 or 18. Uh, in this video part, I mean. Afterwards, at 9, nine, nine to 10, thereabouts, um, we'd on video and just chat it up. And so, and I think it was in that time this week that maybe it was Fred London um, who brought up brought up the fact that it's not even that we can win over folks um, on any topic just by having facts and logic. It's not only that this is what's going to happen, and here's the scripture on it, it's why. What's the purpose of it? What's the reason? What's the, the heart aspect? Why? Why, God? Why are you doing this? Why is the Jacob's trouble necessary? Why will the church be here? What's the point of the rapture? Why rapture? Why? You don't have to do that to get people to heaven. You don't. The stoning of Stephen, did he need to be raptured to go to heaven? Of course not. Did the thief on the cross need a rapture to go to heaven? Of course not. No one ever, who's ever lived, needed a rapture to go to heaven. It's never happened. The the why of the... And I don't know why I'm stuck on this. Oh, another reason why is because... uh, Joel Richardson forwarded, apparently there's a new, a brand new rapture date because they keep coming and going and no one ever repents of it. No one ever repents of it. Uh, but here it comes again. Now, tomorrow, it's tomorrow, October 13th is the new rapture day. Yes. And they've had it all figured out. All the charts and graphs and math is all worked out. This is it. This is it. And then seven years later, Christ is coming back and blah, 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 blah. Guess what? There's no rapture tomorrow. I guarantee it. Guaranteed. Bet my house on it. I would say bet my next paycheck, but all my support now comes from you folks, so that's up to you. Um, by the way, do click on wingsoftheeagle.com slash donate, please. Our ministry needs your help, okay? We need to um, endure. This is, again, we're t- totally dependent on donations, 100%. If you want to buy a book in- instead and help that way, that's fine. It's not. Don't get a whole lot out of it, but great. Uh, if you want to buy the course called End Times for Beginners, that would be great. That would be good. Um, one forty nine, and you have access forever. It'll never uh, go away, and anything that's added to it, which I will do still, um, you'll get that for no cost, and do it when you want, however many times you want, and that's it. That would be helpful. If you want something in return for your gift, wouldn't be a gift actually, then would it? Um, Put to help ministry. All right. Anyways, so uh, the so the rapture is going to happen tomorrow, and again, it ain't happening tomorrow. It's not going to happen tomorrow. Period. The end. Guaranteed. One thousand percent. So I should take a break. Thirty-four minutes straight. Not good. All right, guys. Uh, stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Taking the light to the gathering darkness. This is Wings of the Eagle Radio. Taking the light to the gathering darkness. This is Wings of the Eagle Radio. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, 
having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation in the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. For the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand, a day of darkness and of gloominess, a day of clouds and of thick darkness. All right. Wings of the Eagle Radio. We're here just for a few more minutes. By the way, thank you to um, Omega Radio Network, which simulcasts this program. And it's on all week there. I believe, what's it, like 12 noon or 1 p.m., something like that, at omegaradio.org. Yes, 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 yes. Omega Radio, Pastor Vincent Xavier out in uh, northwest Arkansas. We were just there for the Feast of Trumpets, uh, what was that, two weeks ago, I guess. And um, it was great, 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 good God time, um, revelation, and um, solid fellowship and, and new friendships and all that came of it. And we had a live radio actually broadcast there the first day. It was there first morning. What was that? Wednesday. Yeah, that was pretty cool with uh, Daniel Seckham, uh, Jake McCandless, and me with Pastor Vincent all being uh, interviewed uh, under the tent, under the sukkah. Um, out in the what they call the Ark, super cool. Anyways, so thank him for that. Thank you for Omega Radio. Um, check us out there as well. We're just everywhere, and we do have a free app. By the way, there's a Wings of the Eagle app that you can uh, get all our stuff on, and a brand new worldwide launch of End Time Church app. End Time Church. Just search that on your Apple App Store or on the Google Play for your Android device. So any smartphone or tablet, or iPad that you have, it will work. No problem on. There's For those who are not part of that boat, you haven't gotten on that yet, and you're just using desktop computers you know, or a laptop or something, there is a web version um, for desktop computers coming. I have to double-check that date with the developer. Um, we didn't have a hard uh, date on it, but um, anyway... Yeah, so please go get that. Go download that. Then you can participate in all the end-time church activities. Uh, it's it's Facebook. It's Messenger. It's Twitter. It's WhatsApp. It's video feeds. It's all that in one thing. And it's free. And it's for Christians by Christians. There is no third party. It's end-time church. Wings of the Eagle, Stand Firm Ministries, right with Jake and myself. If you trust us, you can trust this app. There's no, we don't sell it. We don't give it away. There's no middleman. There's no middleman. We had a company over in Great Britain create it for us. The company is called Disciple, ironically. Um, so, yeah. Get that. All right? It's going to be even more robust. One of the great features of it is you can get uh, all the old end-time church programs that are not available anymore on YouTube um, through the app. So if you missed Dr. Michael Brown, for example, a couple weeks ago, if you missed Joel Richardson back in August, if you missed uh, Daniel Seckham back in July, uh, they were all there for you, all right, and everything else. In fact, this past week, in fact, uh, we just went through Revelation 12, verse by verse. And um, so go get that now. You can find that on uh, the—just go to endtime.church and click Enter Service. And it's still there till Monday. So it's Friday now, so it'll be there till Monday morning-ish. At which time we have to set up the new broadcast for this week, all right? Um, but so catch it if you missed it, Revelation 12. And it's really a um, mind-blowing for a lot of folks, the information in it, if we look at it the correct way, frankly. Uh, if we look at it in the long form, if we look at it as a historical narrative and a current event situation and a prophecy thing, it's one continuum it's a line the plan of salvation it's all there 
all there, the whole world, basically, the whole history of humanity is in Revelation 12. So it's some real awesome stuff about even about the about Jesus, about our role, about the Jews, about Satan. All that stuff. A lot of details. Alright. So uh check that out. And yeah, end time church, so go hit it. Um Hey friend, sorry. Again, I apologize. There's like three different videos on Facebook because it keeps booting me out for no reason. So the video stops. That's why I've had to do this three times. Anyway, so we've touched on Pastor Brunson, hopefully. Hopefully, he's actually released by Turkey, and it's not just some propaganda thing. He's actually out of the, the nation, out of airspace already. That would be great. I am interested, though, in what we gave up, since this was a, quote, deal. Um, honestly, I think Erdogan would only accept two things. Um, Futala Gulen, his arch enemy in the Poconos. Yep, he's in Pennsylvania. Uh, in exchange, or a promise for the United States not to interfere in Syria and Iraq with Turkish forces. That's all he would accept, I think. He knows what he has. He he knows there's a lot of... Um, he's used, Pastor Brunson's a bargaining pawn. He's, he's inhuman to Erdogan. He's just a means to an end. He doesn't... There's no concern about his... Humanity or his family. So, again, look, Erdogan wants to be the caliph. He wants to be the leader of the Muslim world. He wants to be the leader of the new Ottoman Empire. That's his goal. They've said as much. It's not a secret, but we in the West ignore it or brush it under the rug. No, caliphate this, caliphate that. That's what it's about. And that's what the Bible says is coming. They call it the beast in the scripture. Anyway, that's not today's program. Okay, so Pastor Brunson, good. End times aren't that hard. They aren't. They really aren't. And I encourage you, please, if you have any confusion or fear about the end times, the events in it, because yes, we will be here, I guarantee you. And since we will, and of course, unless God wants you to die, if he takes you home before that, great. So you retire. Um, But if he doesn't, and if he sees fit to begin these events when you're still here, there is no rapture to get you out. Um, go to endtimesforbeginners.com. Endtimesforbeginners.com. It is a full college-level, seminary-level course online uh, with many videos and visual aids that will teach you book by book. All we do is go book by book where the end times mentioned. It ain't just Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, or the book of Revelation. No, sir. What is it, 24 different books? Starting with Numbers? Even back to the book of Numbers? When Israel was still wandering the wilderness, there was end times prophecy, yes. Yep. Second coming of Jesus in the book of Numbers. You got it. So that's all in there, all right? So I encourage you to go take it. There's an option if if you, if 149 is too high for you, there's three. You can do it three months in a row, $59. Uh, that is perfectly fine. Just select that option. Um, if you want to help the ministry otherwise, and maybe we can talk about getting you the course because you just really, really want it, the Spirit's leading you to it, Give me a shoot me a note. Okay. So the end times aren't that hard. They're really not. We've complicated it. We, if we want to spiritualize everything away, like preterism, which means there's no prophecy left, or um, amillennialism, which is really close to that, and it's to, you, that's replacement theology, by the way. A millennialism. If you think there's no millennium kingdom, if there's no millennial kingdom, then you've taken the kingdom from Israel. You just took it, ripped them out of their, uh, ripped their home right away. Because that's what the millennium is. It's an Israeli kingdom. I got news for you, haters, anti-Semites, anti-Jews. Oh no, we love the Jews, but they're dirty, filthy sinners, and their country doesn't mean anything, and they're occupiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you're ripping the kingdom of Israel away from her by being an amillennialist. Anyways, so there's that whole system of false teaching, and it's infected all nations. 
amillennialism is in all nations, preterism, all nations, all the biggest denominations, Catholic, Orthodox, Eastern, or- Eastern Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, um, Lutherans, and all the old Protestant denominations are all amillennial. So don't get tricked into thinking about the pre-trib rapture, aside from the fact that it's not true, um, that you're in a majority, because you're not. You're not even in the majority in America among believers. And, oh, Catholics aren't really believers of the Orthodox. Give me a break. All right, anybody who calls himself a Christian, you're not even in the majority of those people who believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. Any, any pre-tribulate, what does that mean? At any time, Jesus can come for you and rapture you at any day. That's what it means. It's false. False, 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 false. I'm not going to refute it today with, with, uh, with Scripture, because I said this has been done. Um, suffice to say, there are many issues with the whole idea of an imminent return of Jesus. Now, this is where amillennialism and the rapture kind of combine into one, which is that there are no signs to look for. There are no signs. He could come at any time. First of all, why look for signs at all? Who cares if there's Israel in, in the Middle East? Everyone tells you that's a sign. All the pre-trib rapture believers. Yes, it's 1948, 1967, big fulfillment of promises, you know, and prophecy, and it's coming, and the temple's going to be built. Why does that matter? Rapture could be any time. Rapture could have been in 1930, right? No, oh, no, no, it couldn't have been. You had to have the... Well, wait, wait a minute, then. That means you, certain things have to happen before the return of Jesus, call it the rapture or whatever you want and they'll play word games like crazy it's, oh the re- the return of the lord is different than the the coming of the lord huh all right so the rapture day is different than the than the day of day of the lord <sighs> paul just so disagrees with you <laughs> apostle paul second first first thessalonians 4 second thessalonians 2 rebukes that 100% rebukes it. And by the way, Jesus rebukes it. There's there's a reason why there is no rapture mentioned in the book of Revelation. There's a reason why there's no rapture mentioned by Jesus or Paul. Paul is just talking about the resurrection event, which we call a rapture. That's fine. I'm talking about, is there one before all this other stuff? A coming before the coming. A return of Jesus before the return of Jesus. Does anybody mention that? No. Never happened. What, look, here's the thing. If the imminent rapture was true, if it could happen at any moment, if Jesus could return today, or tomorrow, as some bonkers people are saying, um, if that were so, um, what we call the Olivet Discourse, okay, the talk on the Mount of Olives when the disciples asked him about the end of the age. So Jesus, will you tell us when is the temple going to be torn down and what are the signs of your coming what are the signs of your coming if the any moment rapture teaching was true if it's from god jesus would have said there are no signs i'm going to come for you at any moment end of chapter or you could expound on it well there are no signs for the church, but for the Jews, there will be a rapture that they will see everyone disappear, and then they will know that I am the Lord. And then they will return to the 144,000 evangelists. Didn't say that. Well, tell us of the signs of your coming. Well, there are no signs of my coming. I can get to at any time, but wait, there actually is one sign. After you see Israel become a nation again, within 70 years, I will come for you. I will come for you secretly. No one will know. It'll be a secret. I won't be visible in the sky. No. Total secret. Then I'll rapture you away. And then the great tribulation will happen. He didn't say any of that stuff. Did he forget? There, this, this, this really ridiculous theory that Jesus is trying to hide something? That it's supposed to be a mystery? It's not there because it's not true. 
He didn't say it because it ain't going to happen. It was invented out of whole cloth by someone who doesn't want to face persecution. They don't want to go through stuff. There's a whole, I mean, other than it's not in the Bible, there's that whole thing. Um, there's a, just a whole bunch of logical issues. Or right, well, What's the purpose of the rapture, right? There's that whole thing. That's the heart issue of it. Why? Why is there even a gathering to Christ at all? Um, and you get beyond that and you say, well, wait, wait a minute. Why is this last generation of Christians different than every other generation? Why are we special or different or better? Why did Apostle Peter get crucified upside down? Why did Paul get his head cut off? Why did uh, Stephen get stoned? Why did everyone get murdered for their faith? And maybe John didn't. We, frankly, we don't know for sure. But if he didn't, he's the only one. <laughs> and yet... We're special. Well, none of us have to deal with. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Show me. I mean, why is it different? In fact, it's the opposite. We're the worst. This world that we're in is the worst it's ever been. We need the grace of God more today. Why are we bad? Where is the rapture, by the way? Where's the rapture for the Chinese church the past 50 years? Where's the rapture for the Iraqi church? For the Egyptian church who are getting killed daily? When their churches get blown up and their kids are kidnapped and their husbands are beheaded on the beach. Where's their... That's the great tribulation, friend. That's exactly what Jesus said would happen. To them, it's happening. That doesn't mean it's begun. The prophetic event called the great tribulation has begun. It hasn't. But where's their rapture? Why did they get to go through that? And you don't. How different is, how much more is it going to hurt? You know what I mean? How much more is it going to affect you to be beheaded than for an Egyptian brother? Is it really different in God's eyes? Seriously? How about an Iraqi kid, a girl who was sold and raped and became a, a slave to ISIS? Is that any worse than if it happened to you? Are you better than them? No, you're not. I'm not. You're not. None of us are. We're one body. When one member suffers, we all suffer with it. The end. Same story. That's why I said the early church believed the same. Because it's, it's logical. It's, nothing has changed. It's the calling of the church for 2,000 years to suffer for Jesus. Period. If you're fortunate enough to not have to, praise God, but that's nothing to do with the rapture. That's nothing to do with getting away. By the way, these are the times that he needs us the most. He doesn't need us. That we're supposed to stand up and shine the greatest. Our testimony. How do we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony? How can we... This is, in context, that's when Satan is on the earth for three and a half years, the last three and a half years, you are here providing a testimony. That's the point. You can't get away from that. You have a job to do. You have a job to do. There is no point in him taking you. He's taking his best soldiers away from the war? I don't think so. He's taking the ones that he's discipled for decades and built up? And the Holy Spirit is now beginning to shine through, and he's going to take you away? At once? All? Everybody? It's ridiculous. There is no secret coming. There are signs that precede it. We are told, and this one, I know, I hear it every day. They cover it, they paper it all over the whole topic. The whole subject is now, you cannot know the day or the hour, therefore, must be pre-trib. What? What? He said, you can't know the day or the hour of my coming, not of the signs of my coming. Why did, You're told signs to look at them, to look for them, so you know where you are on the road, where you are on the timeline. The very last event called the return of Jesus, the day of the Lord, the wrath of God, that day specifically, that literal day, you do not know. 
Book of Daniel says that. Look at Daniel 12. But that's all the way to the end. That day where he comes and thief of the night and all that stuff, that's all the end. After all that, after the Antichrist, after the tribulation, after you go through it all, that is the day that no man knows the exact day or hour. That's the only day that he means. Jesus said, after the tribulation of those days, the moon, the sun, the stars, yada, yada, right? Sorry, I don't mean to yada, yada, Jesus Christ, but come on. All that is after the tribulation. And the tribulation is not halfway through the seven years. It's all the way. All the way. Because there's, a, there's a, another, again, I, I'm not going to call names out, but there's a real bizarre teacher, a real wacko, and uh, teaching that the, the Great Tribulation is only the first half of the last seven years. And what? Backwards. And the wrath of God is the full second half, and therefore we're raptured in the middle. Like, hello? Why, why you're correctly saying there's no pre-tribulation rapture? So you can only go through half of it? Half the time? And then the abomination of desolation, then there's a rapture? What? Nope, nope, nope. All bogus. It's easy. It's easy to spot a false teaching on this. Any, any teaching that says you're gone before the Lord comes in the clouds and is seen by everyone, it's not true. Behold, he comes with the clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, the Jews who don't believe or who just called for him, however you want to slice it. The point is, that's the end of the end of the end of the end of the end. And that's the sixth seal. So deal with that. Is Jesus going to hang out in the air for three and a half years? Just show himself. I'm coming now. No, just kidding. Nope. Still got another year. Nope, just kidding. Another year and a half there. Oh, not just yet. Crazy. <sighs> crazy, crazy. All right, yeah, I got a little. I got the preaching mode there, Robbie. Forgive me. Um, <clears throat> so let's wrap this up, shall we? I can't be on here all day. It's a beautiful fall day. We got to get out in the weather. Um, so Pastor Brunson, praise God. It, it seems like he may be coming out. And you know what? I praise God if he's not released. I praise God if he's martyred in the street in public. You should too. Because that's our destiny. Honestly. Fear is not part of our calculus, brothers and sisters. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so, Pastor Brunson, hopefully that works out. And again, the uh, end times just are really not that hard. I, they're really not. The Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth, and um, there's no complicated formulas or any of that stuff. Get End Times for Beginners. Go to endtimesforbeginners.com, and I'll show you how easy it is. Um, and then, of course, the rapture. It's not happening tomorrow. It's not going to happen any day before Jesus comes the second time, period. There's only one second coming. There's one last trumpet. There's one first resurrection. There's one great tribulation, and that's it. <laughs> That's it. It's at the end. So prepare for seven years of hardship, okay? Just like Joseph in Egypt, all right? Store it up now. We're in a period. We're in a window of opportunity. I don't care about if you're, if you're um, thinking about it, the Donald Trump's election or, or whatever. Um, I think through 2020, we have a real window here to build up the church, to build up proper uh, edification and, and teaching on this, to gather those who do believe correctly, um, to build up even finances, yes, even for the time to come, uh, because there's, a, again, seven years of plenty and seven years of, of famine. That's a pattern. It doesn't have to play out that way, of course, uh, but it is interesting that things are kind of going in that way. So 
Let's get serious about it. Let's get into fellowship. Even if you're in a local fellowship that you love, please also fellowship with End Time Church. We'd love to have you. We'd love to have your input and um, let the Holy Spirit work. And obviously we are brought to you by your tithes and offerings, both at Wings of the Eagle and End Time Church. Again, I have no other job. This is it. How I support my family is your donations. That's it. So take that to the prayer closet. I love you. And uh, I look forward to doing this every time. Uh, stay strong in the Lord. Stay in his word every single day. Even if you don't want to, get in there. Stay in there. Stay in prayer. Get in your prayer closet. Uh, uh, just keep the communication lines open and do it the right way. Do it his way. Because that's, that's the right way. Because without him, we can do nothing. Until next time, pray always. Meet with others who know what's coming. Join the free network at wingsoftheeagle.com and spread the word. The destiny of the final generation of the saints of God draws near. 